NBA Strayer. How are you going? Are you well? I hope so. I am for the moment. I'll get to that in a second. But jeez, it's been a weekend. Anyway, this is NBA Strayer. It's Monday, November 20, all day. Oh, jeez, Mondays. Uh, I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. You can find that at codebet.com.au as part of Code Sports. You can see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Codebet Daily, Fox Sports Lab NFL, all the good stuff here in Larry Armour Studios, surrounded by Seattle Supersonics paraphernalia. Bit of uh, stuff over there. We've got the Mr. Hooper poster. God, I love just doing shows here. It's easy. Anyway, big weekend to wrap up for you. Chet and SGA are the new Shaq and Kobe, question mark. Uh, the Clippers have now actually won a game with Le- uh, James Harden, and LeBron James is still pretty good at this basketball gear. Yeah, got a couple of injuries to talk as well. We've got uh, weekend winners and losers. We've got the game rats. We've got that's the knife, old mate, no mate, spot of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We have some Yanaz, the unpopular opinion of the day, and Outback Takeouts. We were serving up a flame-grilled take. There is the Andrew Gaze Green Mumber Award. And we've got some really interesting games tomorrow to preview, which will be fun. Uh, we might do a deli review as well at the end. Just see how we go. <laughs> Just depends on if he swings by, you know what I mean. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. Episode 988. Wow, it's like the Bicentennial. Remember that? Who was alive for the 1988 Bicentennial? I think I got a coin. What's up with that? Anyway, good stuff. Let's get into it. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Uh, you better, or really, you better watch out for the, hey, Jim, are you about to get sick attack? Because the answer is, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun on the bun. Don't you just hate it? You got two squids. First squid gets sick last week. Just spew everywhere. You're like, oh, God, what is happening? He's gone through three sets of bed sheets. He's basically sleeping in a sleeping bag. <laughs> Absolute chaos. Continues to spew throughout the day. Old mate looks after him that day. Um, that's what she does on a Thursday. Both the boys, squid one, squid dose. And then, of course, she gets sick Saturday evening into Sunday. Completely wiped. And then this morning, I wake up to squid dose. The little fella, 14 months old. And just absolute horror scene in his cot. I felt horrible. Poor little bloke. He's just covered in spew. And you're like, oh, buddy, when did this happen? He's like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like nah, his spirits are still up. <laughs> He's such a trooper. But yeah, so who hasn't gotten sick? Oh, that'd be Muggins over here, isn't it? I'm going to get fucking poleaxed by this. And no one's going to give a shit because <laughs> I'm the last one. Ah, and I've got my broken finger to deal with all this as well. Have a sook, Jim. Nah, it's just been a pain in the ass. God damn. So, yeah, good weekend, though. Anyway, <laughs> that's how it's going over at the uh, old James Clemens household. Thing is, we had an awesome weekend of basketball. So, let's get into it with the daily. I believe it is called some sort of whip around. 
Yes, there you go. Uh, we got some injury news right off the bat. Brad Beal's out three more weeks. I don't know if he's been seeing Ben Simmons' you know, ex or something, but he's had his back smashed out again. Uh, three more weeks. Brad Beal. I mean, there was a very large swathe of time when you couldn't rely on him. It was like the opposite of reflex, right? You can't rely on him to stay on the court because he just won't end up playing much, right? And then he'd have a couple of years where you're like, oh, Brad Beal's been fine. It's much overstated, sir. And it's like, is it? He played 50 games last year, 40 the year before, 60 the before before that. Uh, that was the shortened season anyway. Uh, 57 the year before that, 82, 82, 77. So he's had three years where he's actually like basically three or four years where he's actually been healthy. And uh, KD's like, God damn it, man. Really? <laughs> I guess they gave up Sweet Dick all to go and get him. So it's really just the KD and Devin Booker show. Um. But really, you'd be sitting there going, fuck, what do we give up John Ayton for? That was a bit of a mish. Anyway, Brad Beal, three more weeks. Marcus Smart is out with a sprained left foot for three to five weeks, a.k.a. the, ah, fuck it, let's all just get healthy for when Jar gets back and then trying to make a run kind of injury. They are the Memphis mash unit at the moment, those poor Grizzlies. Today's lineup, if you were watching that game where they pushed Boston right to the edge, I'm watching this going... I know, like, I know Gilead's out there. <laughs> I don't know him by sight. And there's like a Williams Jr. on that team. And I, who, it's like Vince Williams. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Turns out he was the second round pick from last year. So anyway, GG Jackson, he didn't play. He got the call up. He already actually played for the uh, Memphis Hustle that same day. But yeah, it was a lot of like Kenny Lofton. He had a sick dunk to did the big fella, David Roddy, just stuff like that. You're like, ooh, we're uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel and John Conker is starting with Santi Aldama. Yeah, this poor Grizzlies team, it is lost horrible. Anyway, other news, Jordan Poole. Enjoyed this one. Mark Stein's out there. Yeah, look, the Wizards are probably likely to try to move Jordan Poole because they, they, the team officials don't seem as cornerstone material. Oh, really? Uh, the bloke that the Warriors were happy to trade for a 400-year-old Chris Paul for? The bloke who got punched square in the fucking gob by his teammate? You don't think he's caught the dude who jacks up shots with just sheer impugnation where he just does not give a single shit about his teammates? You mean that dude's not cornerstone material? Can we fire it up? Let's go! Oh, damn! Yeah, that's right. I don't think Jordan Poole is cornerstone material. Ah, <laughs> uh, Paul, the other one, Wizards. That plays Alex Lloyd's amazing. Anyway, Lamello has to get his uh, neck tattoo covered as well. That was a little bit of news from the weekend. Pretty interesting. It's like, Jim, what's his, uh, what's his neck tattoo about? Is it like an Adidas one? No, it's like LF. Oh, Jim, what's that for? Is it for a, for a brand? It's like, well, it's actually his middle name, <laughs> La France, which I assume is where he was conceived. Oh, gross. Oh, now, now I've thought of that. On your LeVar. Yeah. It's bowling season. France. Uh, it's also his middle name. Now we've got the NBA, who quite literally is in the business of selling the images and likenesses of people. That's literally what they do. And if someone tries to do that and have, like, on their own skin something that is their own, they've got to cover it up. Just sits a bit wrong with me. I'm just saying. 
it's his fashion brand. So also, who really gives a shit? Because like, I'm not running out to buy Lamello's fashion stuff. Get your merch, get your merch, get your merch. People, get your merch, get your merch. Where? Get your merch, get your merch, get your merch, get your merch. Judging how I've seen, but at the same time, I'm not like a uh, I don't know, 19 year old hype beast who loves Lamello ball. So I'm not exactly the target audience. Let's do some game raps. Game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps. Game raps. That's right. Game raps from the weekend. Saturday was chockers. I actually had a um, pretty hefty hangover. I'm not going to lie. You know, out to see the Bronx on Friday night with a couple of mates. They're like one of my all-time favorite bands. They were rad. They played in the Northgate Theatre. I oh, just the venue's beautiful. I don't know if you see need to see like punk bands there. Just a lot of uh, vocals lost in the mix when you've got a really big ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, but woke up pretty. As you can imagine, hungover, Jim got amongst the tins and then just sort of watched everything. <laughs> we had so many games, it was awesome. Because this was more NBA Cup action. I love it. Oh, I hate the court. Shut up, nerd. Oh, the courts are weird. Yes, that's the point. Oh, I don't like watching it. Be quiet. They'll figure it out. Um, I'm loving the courts. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. It was our Gonquin for the good land. They kicked the shit out of Charlotte, 130.99. Nothing to see here. The Knickerbockers kicked the piss out of the Washington Wizards, 120.99 as well. Uh, there is the through thread there. Charlotte and Washington are shit. Uh, Sacramento beat the piss out of San Antonio on the road, 129.120. This was an entertaining game uh, because I love that San Antonio court. Boston beat Toronto, 108.105 in a weird entertaining game where you're like, uh, what is going on, Boston men? And they're like, yeah, we're not entirely sure, eh? This is a bit, bit wild. Uh, we're trying to put it away. We just can't. Um, Raptors came flying back at them. And in the second half, after the Celtics got up big in that one, and it took like a big Derek White three at the end for them to get past them. So good stuff there by the Seas. Uh, what else did we have on that day? We had Philly beat just really mauled Atlanta as well. It was like 126-116. And just, again, Embiid dominated like he's dominating. And this Hawks team, you're at home. You want to see a little bit of fight. They sort of showed it, but Philly were just sort of playing with their food a lot of the time, it felt like. Like, Maxi didn't exactly tear it up into big three, couple of threes late. Um, but this poor, weird, funky Atlanta team got out-rebounded. I mentioned on Friday's show, like, the sheer size of Embiid is going to actually sort of now give them some fits and starts because you've only got Capella and Okongwu because you're playing, what, DeAndre Hanna and Jalen Johnson there as your uh, sort of other bigs. And they're basically, you know, threes masquerading as fours at times. And Embiid did dominate. He was bloody good, 32-7-8. Crushed it. And that's a bit of a, uh, that was a bit of a spanking that the Hawks copped there. So big in-season tournament game, the old NBA Cup. And I think that meant the Sixers are 2-1 and one of that group play. But, yeah, uh, otherwise, good stuff, fun times, good win. Bye, your Sixers. Uh, who was the next game? Detroit Basketball. Lost 100 to 108 in, where was it? Where was it? Oh, it was in Cleveland. That's right. Um, Morbidly had the 18 and 10. Good stuff there. Uh, this Pistons team, they are um, uh, not very good. 
Many would say horrible. I would be one of them. James Wiseman is uh, not good either. We might have to change better than Lonzo better ball to better than Wiseman. So I need to get a drop and get that figured out because he's been oh, he's been bad. Uh, no Donnie Mitchell out for Cleveland over the weekend. Cleveland! It doesn't matter when Darius Garland's out there. Darius Rucker, Judy Garland, absolutely crushing it. 28 in that game. Mobley was really good. 18, 10, and 5. He is hitting a nice little stretch. Whereas Kate Cunningham had 20 points. That's good on 21 shots. That's bad. Uh, King Spurs already mentioned that one. Darren Fox had 48. I forgot to say that. That's lots. 43, rather. 43, 8, and 7. Good stuff. Uh, the Magic beat the Bulls in hilarious fashion because the Bulls just can't get out of their own way at this point. This was a really fun game to watch and came right down to the end. And the Magic, it was a lot of uh, Franz Wagner Hallo on that red court in the gateway to hell. Johnny Isaac wouldn't have enjoyed that, or maybe he did. It's pretty funny. And this came after like the weird end of the game prior where Palo Bancaro had the game winner. It was pretty much that fell at like the same game. Uh, but you had Franz Wagner with a three-point play in the last minute and Johnny Isaac hitting some free throws to seal it. So good game, fun game. Orlando are going to pop up again in weekend winners and losers. Hashtag spoiler alert. The Pelicans held off the Nugs, 115-110 on that beautiful purple court. Jim, how could you say it's beautiful? It's crazy. Yes, I love the crazy. Hook me up with all the crazy. Joker had 26, 16, and 18, and they lost. And the Nuggets are starting to feel the uh, the effects of a very inexperienced bench, and Jam and Jamal Murray is still not being back, obviously. So Zion had 26 and 6, but for me, the Pelicans, a lot of this sort of had to do with like uh, the way that they play without CJ. It's taking a little while for them to adjust, obviously, but. Zion and Spindles both had, what, 26 and 21. They both had six and eight assists. And my name is Jonas Valanciunas has been the missing sort of part for them, right? Like if you can dominate against Joker and co and have 22 and eight, then you're laughing. Dyson, the vacuum, he had 10, eight and seven. I posted about that on the weekend. He crushed it. And it was just a really good all-round win for this Pelicans team that has, you know, found its water level over the last couple of games. That's a big win for the in-season tournament as well, right? Because it's one of those things where Denver will desperately want to do the back-to-back and go for the double this year as well, right? I mean, boom. You cop a quick uh, little in-season tournament loss and, jeez, it's a bit of a tough one. They'll be fine, but still. You just don't want to lose too many of these. Just... That's kind of the cool wrinkle of the in-season tournament now. The Suns beat the Yaz. It's a soft J. 131-128 in an awesome game. And then they played again today. And it was again an awesome game. Uh, Jordan Jeremy Clarkson had 37 in this game. KD had 38-9-9 on Saturday. Backed it up with a really fucking good game today as well. Lakers, Blazers. uh, Lakers kicked the shit out of the Blazers. 107-95. And when I say kicked the shit out of it, it took 35-9 from LeBron James. But... Never really felt like they were in trouble until it did for a second and the feisty Blazers had like a little bit of a moment. You're like, ah, bah, 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 they're fine. Um, it was Mace. I think they didn't score Portland for like the last three minutes of the game. So yeah, good job by the Lakers to clamp it. And the Clippers, that's right. The Los Angeles Clippers of Los Angeles, California finally got a win with James Harden. Rusty comes off the bench. Clippers get a win, 106-100 over the Houston Rockets. Crazy gear. Fun one, too, because you had Shangoon 
putting up a 23-8-4, but he had six turnovers, 19-10 and 10 for Fred Van Vliet and the fight in Van Vliet's. Kawaii. <laughs> with the 26. Paul George with the 23, but on 8-22 shooting. James Harden goes 8-11. of 11. Laces a three there. 24-9-7 for him as well. Rusty comes off the bench, sacrifices, plays 17 minutes, and you're like, yeah, this is... The four of them felt like it was redundant. It just seemed weird that like, right, well, maybe this will be how it works better if we have Harden and he can shoot threes. It's like, all right, good. We'll see how far this gets you. But it was a good win by the Clippers. Had the four-point play as well, which was like a big turning point, obviously. And uh, because it was like six seconds to play, you're like, yep, that'll that'll do it. <laughs> Off they went. It's a big win. The fact that it came that close is hilarious. Uh, Sunday's games, these were oh, not as much fun. Knicks beat the Hornets 122-108. As I mentioned, Knicks are just rolling at the moment. They kicked the fuck out of bad teams. Lamelo had 34. Brunson had 32. The Wolves 121. Pelicans 120. This game was awesome. Cat hits the go-ahead right at the end with less than 10 seconds left. Uh, Wolves came storming back to win that one. God, that was a fun game. And it didn't, like... There was moments where Ant-Man is like, aha, I'm going to do what I did to uh, Jason Tatum the other day. And Spindles Ingram's like, oh, I mean, that's cute. I'm like a foot and a half taller than you, dickhead. He had 37 and 4. But boom, the Wolves get the win. Ant-Man had 23. It came in 9 and 19 shooting. We went 5 and 10 from deep. God, he's fun to watch. Cat at 29, 6 and 9. Huge win for the Wolves just because top of the West. Fun times. Uh, Heat. Lost to the Bulls in hilarious fashion where they completely gacked away, what, a 23-point lead, I think it was, at the start of the game because they got off to an absolute flyer and Chicago just didn't score, it felt like. I think the score, like, halfway through the first quarter was, like, 22-3 to three or something. Uh, then it might have been 24-3, to three, I think. Yeah, so 21-point lead. Um, and then Miami basically didn't score for a big chunk of time down the stretch of the fourth quarter. Jimmy Butler hit a massive three to tie it back up, and you're like, oh, Miami going to pull this out their ass, and then DeMar just hit a massive shot, and then Jimmy Butler got blocked, and the game was over. It was weird. 102-97, good win for the Bulls. They needed that desperately. Uh, Mavericks, Bucks, talk about fritting away leads. That's what the Dallas Mavericks do, 132-125. Luka Doncic had 35-9-9, but Giannis had 40-15-7. And uh, Dame Lillard did some good stuff. The bench of the Bucks actually stepped up and did some other fun stuff. Paddy Connaughton went off for 16. He hit four threes. Campaign hit three threes. That's what exactly what you need. That AJ Green, he hit a couple of threes as well. Yeah. Handy times. Good stuff. Great win for the Bucks. Dame had 12 assists and 27 points. Very handy without uh, Middleton. Huge win for the Bucks over the Mavs. They screwed it. Absolutely cooked. What are you doing, you goofballs? Grizzlies beat the Spurs 120-108. Desmond Bean at 26. Wembenyama had eight blocks. Eight blocks. It was silly. 13 major in NBA history with eight blocks in a game. That is just absurd. Still got the shit kicked out of him. And then the Thunder Warriors played an absolute cracker of a game. Goes to overtime. Despite Andrew Wiggins hitting just an insane three, uh, leaving fuck all time for the Thunder, they get the ball into Chet. He goes, yep, this is what I motherfucking do, motherfuckers. He screams it as he nails a three. Hilarious stuff. 
Boom, we go to overtime. SGA takes over. Scores 10 of the 13 points. He ends up with 40. And shit. That's right. Oh, Spindles Holmgren. <laughs> he had 36, 10 at 5. It was stupid. It was an awesome game. Like, Looney tapped the ball back. At, well, basically passed the ball out to Wiggins for the go. Uh, the game, well, the go-ahead three at the end. That was like Wiggins' fifth three. He was like absolutely burning hot. Steph was like on the other side of the court, basically open as well. And Looney's like, no, 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 I'll get it to the fl- the dude who's literally shooting flames out of his fingers. And it was the right move. Until Holmgren fucking torched him. And boom, they went on to win because they can't stop SGA. Awesome game. We'll talk about that again. And then today's game. So we had some crackers too. What do we have? We had the uh, Sixers kick the shit out of the Nets, 121-99. Wasn't even that close. And beat had 32-12-9. Didn't play in the fourth. Uh, Raptors beat the Pistons, 142-113. Uh, that's a shit pumping. Magic. Ran over the top of the paces, 128-116. Wasn't even that close. Uh, this was pool Q in the rack for fourth quarter vibes as well. They doubled him up in the first quarter. It was 42-21. Palo Bancaro was just causing havoc. Yeah, 24. Franz Wagner did enough too. The Cleveland, Cleveland. Cavaliers beat the Nuggets, 121-109. That's a big win because the Nuggets, just saying. Just have these moments with our jam and Jamal Murray on the road against good teams where they just uh, seem to struggle. I'll talk about that again later. Good win by the Cavs. Darius Rucker, Judy Garland in the 26. The Kings beat the Mavs because the Mavs are shit again. Told you. 129-113 for Sacramento. The Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis. Tell you what, big weekend on the Tins means I deleted a couple of Suvers. God, I'm going into Christmas. The Christmas period looking like fucking Santa Claus. It's ridiculous. Jim, lose some weight. Nah, I'm good. 32, 13, and 6 for the Super Lucky King. Luke Rad, 25, 10, and 7. Just not enough. The Celtics beat the Grizzlies, as mentioned, 102, 100. Absolute chaos end of this game. Absolutely loved it. It was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious how this one goes. Um, you had the Celtics pulling this one out of their ass was kind of impressive because they should have won it. They did win it. And it took a lot from the Extreme Zinger Meal. Extreme Zinger Meal. Because he was supercharged today. Supercharged Zinger Burger. And you love to see it. The weirdest part was the final sequence of this game was off its fucking rocker. Because what was it? It was like a minute to go or whatever. Bane hits the go-ahead three. Might have been, a, it was like a minute and a half maybe. Zinger hits some free throws. Extreme Zinger Meal. He hits a dunk rolling to the rim. Very nice find by Tatum. Dream thing, Emil. Bane misses a shot. Tater misses a shot. Derek White gets the O board. Here we go. Holiday misses the dunk that would have basically sealed it. Aldama. He's like, all right, sweet. I'm going to go for the win. Ah, oh, clank. Misses the three. Zaya Williams gets the offensive rebound. He's like, I'll be the hero. Ah, extreme thing, Emil. Extreme thing, Emil. Block the shit out of it. Taylor Jenkins can't get the timeout because he's up the other end of the floor. Game over. Celtics move to 11 and 2. In hilarious fashion. The Supercharged Zingerburger had six blocks today. It was sick. It was so sick, it cost me my fantasy matchup <laughs> where I lost. Counting across the week uh, by four blocks because the Zinger went fucking hammer and tongs, and that's who I was playing yesterday. So, bit brutal, bit brutal. Uh, Santi Aldama, though, you can't fault him for having that shot. He had 28, and he hit six of 15 from three. Desmond Brown had 30 and eight. And he, had, he hit 7-14 from downtown. But Sam Hauser, what a gun off the bench for the Celtics at the moment. He had 15. But Tatum had 20, 26, as I mentioned, for Zinger. 
Jalen Brown couldn't hit the side of her fucking bat. He had 16 shots for 12 points. Brutal. But uh, crazy win for the Celtics. They're 11 and 2. Grizzlies dropped to 3 and 10. And then the last couple of games as well were all psychotic. Suns Yaz went to double overtime. It was awesome. 140 137. The Suns eventually win because uh, a foul on Lowry Markinen uh, with fuck all time left. There would have been a three point foul shot. Was overturned. KD went absolutely ham. Back to back 39 point games or whatever it was. Just incredible. Larry at 38 and 17, just looking like prime Dirk at times. Seriously, he just has these moments. Even when he drives, he's like, that's kind of like old man Dirk. Love that. Uh, huge game, awesome game. Really fun, entertaining, drunk double overtime game there in Utah. Thunder absolutely shit pumped. The Blazers 134-91. The bench had 70 points. Uh, the Thunder had 76 in the first half. Just yeah, this Blazers team is not good. And then the Lakers-Rockets game was absolutely psychotic. LeBron hits a free, splits a pair of free throws at the end. They win the game. Um, absolute chaos vibes in this one. Because, well, they had it, and then they didn't. They hit the game-winning shot that wasn't a game-winner yet because there's still a little bit of time left after uh, Austin Reeves laced a three. It was beautiful. And then they sort of go, well... We're going to have to, uh, we'll drop, there was basically less than 24 seconds left. They go, right, we're going to play the foul game because we're going to score as quickly as we possibly can. Shingun goes through, hits a shot, beautiful thing, beautiful little like hook shot. It's like 103, 102. So Rockets down one. They foul Austin Reeves straight away. 11 seconds left. He goes one or two at the stripe. It's only a two point game. Shingun drives again. 104, 104. All tied up. Four seconds left. Uh, they just give the ball to LeBron. It's like, yeah, he's going to get the call. He drives. He got the call. Hits the hits one of the two free throws. Boom. Hits the second one. So he missed the first one, which is pretty funny. Uh, Dylan Brooks looked like a uh, pretty interesting uh, three-point half-court buzzer beater, but just a little bit off. Lakers win. 105. That's right. The Lakers. The Lakers the Lakers win 105, 104. Uh, Lakers now 8-6. Rockets 6-5. and five. Interesting. A couple of losses there, the Rockets. Let's do some weekend winners and losers from all that gear, shall we? Oh, my God. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is... Me, Ken, Ken Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. Uh, winners... Easy ones here. Okay, see, beat Golden State, then shit pump the Blazers. Yeah, boy. Uh, but also, like, 76 and a half, radical. Just the sheer talent on this team at times. You go, bloody hell. Uh, dummy of the week could go to anybody saying that Josh Giddies is a special teams player. But anyway, um, the connectivity of this team is unreal. The way that they took apart Golden State was just beautiful to watch. And Chet is the perfect fucking fit for this team. It's exactly what they need, so I love that. The Bucks, they were down, what, 10 points in that game against the uh, Mavs? Awesome game. And then, like, a 13-4 run, and they're back within a point with, like, less than three minutes later. It was incredible. Patty Connaughton's lacing threes. The bench was going crazy. That's a huge win for the Bucks to sort of step up and go, uh, yeah, actually, what we'll do is we'll win a bunch. We'll, we'll beat the Dallas Mavericks. That should be important, and it really was, because the Bucks are now back to nine and four. 
cruising along on a four-game winning streak over Chicago, the Raptors, the Hornets, and the Mavs. You could argue that the Mavs are really, you know, the only good team out of those four. But at the same time, like the Raptors did fucking kill them at the start of the season. So good bounce back by the Bucks, And particularly, I mean, the defense is still a bit cooked, but they only allowed the Hornets to score 99. It's, I mean, the Hornets, to be honest, the East Keel or under-14s could probably limit the Hornets to about 99. But still, big win because they've got Giannis and they've got Dame playing well together. And that's all that matters. Having fun. Orlando beat Chicago twice in a row. is funny as hell. But more importantly, they're 8-5. And, and I love this Orlando team. There is still, like, there's just so much more in the way of improvements that you can see from the Miss Magic team as well, right? You're just like, yeah. So they beat the Bulls twice and they bounce back today and also beat the Pacers in a 128-116 sort of shootout, right? So the Magic, really good defense so far this season. The Pacers, not so much good defense. Orlando go into Indy, absolutely no problems. It's a hell of a road trip now. They've beaten the Bulls twice in Chicago and then the Pacers. Now they go home to play the Raptors. So good stuff by Orlando. The only problem is, yeah, like Anthony Black is kind of nice connective tissue. Ice cold Anthony, but it's just lucky that Suggs is playing his ass off. Anthony Black's been handy. Paolo and Franz, even without Wendell, they're basically down two starters. So good stuff by the Magic Men to be eight and five. Loving it. Uh, the Knickerbockers took care of both Charlotte and Washington they needed to and I fully expected the Knicks to fuck up one of those they didn't that's a win more importantly for them Julius Randle is actually remembering how to uh, be vaguely efficient so that's good he had two pretty good games and you're like well that's good if the Julius uh, it's also pretty good if you're the Knicks because not only are you winning those games you're also I don't know building up your trade value just cough loudly <clears throat> uh Randall, over the last couple of games, he had 22, 7, and 8, 21, 6, and 8. That's exactly where you need him to be. He shot 50% and 47%. Last three games, he's been over 47%. Four of his last five. Very good. It's good to have you back, Julius. Like, ragging on Julius is funnier, but at the same time, good on him. Uh, the Wolves, top of the West. That's pretty good. Just saying. Like, the Minnesota Timberwolves of Minneapolis, Minnesota. That is pretty big. That's pretty, pretty, pretty big. Nine and three. They got a point differential of plus six one. That's second best in the West. Just trailing the Thunder because the Thunder keep fucking kicking the shit out of teams. Uh, but six and a one is also, I think, like the third or f- no, it's like the fourth best in the entire league. So very nice from the Wolves. It's just working, just working a little bit. Ant Man, Cat, the composure to like pull off that big win over the Pelicans was massive. Big comeback on the road. Good stuff. Cleveland. What? Cleveland? Cleveland! Without Donnie Mitchell or Sweet Baby Carrots Levert beat the Nugs. Let's go, Cavs. They are roller rating. Just a little bit. They've won three in the trot now. Mainly it's because Darius Rucker, Judy Garland came back and they played the Blazers and the Pistons, but they then beat the Nugs. So, huge win. Love the Cavs. Good stuff by them. The Clippers, they got a win. So that's nice. <laughs> Finally got a win. James Harden is now finally a Clipper. I'm not a Clipper until I win a game. It's like, nah, might have to wait a while. Okay, you now won. That's good. Uh, The Suns are weekend winners because they turned around and won both those games in Utah in just hilariously brutal fashion, right? Like, come on, man. 38 and then 39 from KD. He goes off. Boom. They crush it. 
And then uh, who else did we have? We had finally the Lakers, a big win today, and Boston. So Boston pulled that one out of the ass, uh, but they just kept winning. 11-2 and two was absolutely nothing to sneeze at. That's ridiculous gear. And the Lakers, to get that win over the Rockets after sort of just making sure they beat the Blazers, now they've won five of their last six, and uh, they look vaguely put in the right direction. So good winner gear from them. What about, oh, did we miss anybody? Let's have a quick check. I've been in and out of uh, actually working on stuff today because of squid number dose. Just checking to see that it's all good, keep an eye on him. Uh, the Sixers obviously kicking the fucking shit out of some teams, including the Nets is very, very good. I mentioned the Bucks. Uh, yeah, I think we're good. Sacramento. I forgot to mention them. Why don't I want... Oh, God damn it. I can't believe I didn't write them down. Uh, they've won six on the trot, the Kings. Your Sacramento Kings have now beaten the Blazers, the Thunder, the Cavs, the Lakers, the Spurs, and the Mavs. And today's game was radical, where they ran over the top of Dallas. Yes, Dallas are on a back-to-back, but the Suvlaki King, the 32-13-6 that he had, he shot 13-15. of 15. And Darren Fox backed up, what, 43 the other day with another 30-7, and seven, and he shot 6-10 from downtown. This team is awesome fun. I love the Kings. Fire's a loser! All right, let's do a quick losers. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up! Loser. Losers. Losers are the Mavs. Oh, geez, Jim, did you see this one coming? 100%. Uh, This is what I've been yelling about. If you don't stop anybody, you do have to score 130 every game to win. And if you can't do that, then you're going to lose. 129 today, 113. Mavs scored 113 against the Kings. Not exactly burning down the house with their own defense. They shot 46%. 12 of 34 from downtown, 35%. They allowed the Kings to shoot 53% and 42% from three. You know, they got out-rebounded by the Kings. Not exactly a big rebounding team. Pretty crazy. Luca, what, 7-19. Kyrie, 8-17. Not crazy efficient, but they did hit their threes. They combined for 48. It's not just quite enough if you're not getting any fucking stops on the other end. If you let the other team shoot 129, you're going to lose. Even Jason Kidd knows that now. He's like, yeah, if we don't score 130, we lose. He's like, yes, no shit, Sherlock. But I think for me, they had a really great chance for a statement win, like the where for real win. It was right there for the taking against Milwaukee. And then they gave up 43 points in the fourth quarter. 43 in the fourth. That is ridiculous. Anyway, Brooklyn, two tough ones to teams better than them. Big weekend for them. They lose both. The Heat and the Sixers, tough one for Brooklyn. The Hornets, not only does Lamelo have to cover his neck tat of his own middle name, uh, his team is also shit. That Cleveland team uh, are an abomination. Three and three and nine so far. They bring back Miles Bridges. Couldn't happen to a better team to keep losing. They've lost four on the trot now. They got fucking smoked by both the Bucks and the Knicks on the weekend. You love to see it. Blow it out your ass, Hornets. Uh, whom else? Uh, <laughs> the Pistons. Oh, geez, today was pretty bad. And it's like one of those ones where you're like, they've been fighting, they've been fighting, they've been fighting, they've been in some of these games, and then today they were not. 
And it's that sort of futility that sort of just wears you down. They're 2-12 now. They've lost 11 straight. Yeesh. The Blazers, similar sort of vibe. Just the lack of fight being put up by that team today. Yes, injuries, lack of talent. It's a bit of a rough one. But at the same time, giving up 76 and like OKC basically shooting the absolute piss out of it is always going to be a tough one. Like, Kamara's pretty fun. He played 15 minutes. Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant, DeAndre Ayton. You got a couple of veterans there. Shaden Sharp jumped out of the fucking gym. But goddamn. If the Grim Reaper, the Great Barrier Reef, isn't like shooting the piss out of it, they've got no shot. It's weird. He's a game breaker out, doop. Mm, doop. Bop, bop, doop. And how good was it to see Giddy and doop in that photo that I posted? Fuck yes. Mm, doop. Bop, bop, doop. Shib up, Josh Giddy, yeah, yeah. They call me the song bottom of my generation. Ah, outside of the blaze, other losers. Jeremy Grant, he's so like his team is so bad they can't even showcase him enough to get traded at this point. The Jazz got I reckon that was a bit of a screw job by the refs. Oh, but he hit the ball first. I'm like, yeah, but he like fucking had his hand on him as he went into the air as well, affecting the shot. So I think Larry got a bit screwed. By the simple fact that refs are like, it's already double overtime. I just want to go home. We're reversing the call. Uh, the Jazz, though, I think there's some big questions for this team, right? Of like Jordan Jeremy Clarkson, they're asking him to do a lot, and I don't know if he's up for it. Like he's the perfect six man. He's probably playing doing a little bit too much as a starter, just a little bit much. And they probably need somebody to help um, your man Larry just a little bit more. I do love Keontae George, though. He looks good. That dude's got zero fucking... Ah, uh, the Warriors. What do you mean, Jim? What do you mean, losers? They've lost six straight. That's right. The Golden, the the Golden State Warriors are now six and eight. They've lost six on the trot. Uh, that's a bad weekend. Losing to the Thunder a couple of times. Before that, they lost back-to-back games against the Timberwolves. What do those two teams have in common, Jim? They're both in the West. What do they also have in common? Those four games were in Golden State. Jesus, Jim. You better fucking listen to me. I'm just saying... They're not good. Outside of Steph, it's just a while. Like, Steph came back. It didn't really matter. They probably should have won that first, that second Thunder game, but damn, they didn't. <laughs> just saying. Clay's cooked. Draymond's a lunatic. Tough scenes. And finally, the final loser of the weekend, India. You hate to see it. You hate to see it, even if you love it. Blow it out your ass. What a great game of cricket that was. God, the Aussies bowled well. That Travis head catch, though. Get the fuck out of here. That is so hard. That was unbelievable. Hashtag Cricket Australia. All right, let's do a quick NBA Australia pre performance of the weekend. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. That is a knife. Dame and Giannis against the Mavs were very, very good. Giannis had the 40. Dame had the. Uh, Closing buckets down the stretch with 27. SGA went 18 and 29, though, against the Golden State Warriors. He had 47 and 6, as I said. 10 of the 13 points in the overtime took it over. It was awesome. And then KD, the back-to-back games over the weekend, 38 and 39. Yeah. Oh, bite. So who's who's Kevin Durant? <laughs> that was incredible. What a pair of games he ripped off. Like It was just a bit silly. Just a bit silly at times. He had 38, 9, and 9 on Saturday, and then he had, today he had 39, 8, and 10. It's just fucking, you're taking the piss at that point. Clutch bucket after clutch bucket. God, he's good. And the last one, LeBron James. 
God, he was good against the Lakers. Like Dylan Brooks, talk shit, get hit. That's how it goes. And LeBron hit them with the old 37-6-8, and and he also hit Dylan Brooks with the, he's tiny, he can't guard me. Bloody good. LeBron is just fucking silly at this point. Spud of the night. Spud, 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 Actually, in that same Lakers Rockets game, we had a fair amount of spuds. Fred Van Vliet goes 5 of 14. You've got 3 of 10 for Jalen Green. You had D-Lo go for 1 of 8. You had Christian Wood go 0 of 4. Received a blunt from LeBron James in that pantomime that they were doing. Vittorian the Red Bull Prince went an amazing 1 of 11. Jesus, that is brutal. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. gave us an 0 of 7 yesterday. PJ Hamilton Washington, a no stranger to the spot of the night parts. He went 1 of 10. Gordy Haywood backed up a 1 of 9 with 1 of 7. Jeez, Charlotte, a bad pool. Goes 2 of 11. 3 of 12 for us cold. Cole Anthony. 5 of 15 for RJ Barrett. Burks and Levert both went 4 of 14 on the weekend too. But I would like to personally thank our friends, Jeremy Sohan, Norm Powell, and Zaya Williams for all shooting. What do they shoot? That's right, they went and shot 311. Who's old mate, no mates? Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? The poor bloke who shreddies his Achilles taking the half-court shot at the Lakers game. Did you see that? Just the poor old bloke launches off it. Bing! There goes the Achilles. I hope the Lakers have got insurance. Ah, Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine, though, takes the cake for this one. A couple of back-to-back losses for the Bulls. Uh, they beat the Heat. Uh, uh, not Zach Levine, though. They beat the Heat. He's like, nah. Storms off towards the locker room. All the rest of his teammates are celebrating the win. Uh, then pushes the uh, PR director for the Bulls away as she's trying to get him to do the post-game interview. And, uh, yeah, everyone's like, this guy fucking sucks. What a bell end. I didn't get the shots. I want to take more shots. He came out and said afterward, just a miscommunication with the PR team. We're all fine. Mm. Sounds like the front office is like, yeah, December 15 can't come close enough. Can't quick enough. Come on. Yeah. What a bell end. You don't just want to sit around and celebrate. I'd rather celebrate in the locker room. Shut up, Zach Levine. What a fucking bell end. Pantsing of the night. Uh, Wemby got folded over by Desmond Bean. You thought you grew here. Bet you got crossed over here too. More. Uh, really folded him up too. And if you see a seven-foot Frenchman getting folded up, you're like, that is, oh, that's something. Uh, Dylan Brooks, tough weekend. Got pants a couple of times. He got two tinied by LeBron. This came after he got his eyes shut by Rusty. Literally, if I'm like covering the squid's eyes, that's what Rusty did to Dylan Brooks as he went up for a jam. That is a pantsing. Two other good ones. Joel Embiid basically pants the entire uh, Nets team. He needed one assist for a triple-double, and he sat the entire fourth quarter because they kicked the shit out of them. Like, that's just a pantsing. It's like, eh, I don't even want a triple-double because we're fucking killing your ass. But the probably my favorite one, and the absolute pantsing, and it felt like an absolute 
passing of the torch moment. For Shea Gilders Alexander, he blocked Steph Curry's pull up three in overtime and then just skedaddles up the other end on a fast break and lays it up. It's just like, oh, you got old, Steph. Shea's just like, oh, it's my it's my league now. It was a veritable pantsing. Who's better than Lonzo Ball slash James Wiseman? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, better than James Wiseman, Chet Holmgren, uh, obviously. So... SGA mentioned his 40-point game against the Warriors. Chet was fucking amazing in that. 36-10-5, two blocks, two steals, shot 14-22, two of five from downtown, but he hit the fadeaway three to send that game to overtime. That is better than Lonzo Ball. Lonnie Walker, the fourth as well. He was really, really good against the Sixers. That dude is like just gone, yeah, Cam Thomas is neat, but I'm better than Cam Thomas. So give me the Cam Thomas minutes. He had 26-6-2. He went 6-11 of from three. Absolutely gnarly. I mean, they also got shit pumped, but still. Uh, but my favorite better than Lonzo Ball from the weekend is undrafted free agent uh, for the Cavs, Craig Porter Jr., CPJ. He had 21-4-4 off the bench for the Cavaliers. That's right. For your Cleveland. Cleveland! Cavaliers. Lonzo, in his entire career, has topped 21-4-4 only 15 times. Craig Porter Jr., better than Lonzo Ball. All right, what about a magic tweet? Ah, oh, we're back. I goddamn love a magic tweet. Let's go. Oh, no. What happened to the commanders today? Nothing good. That means we get a great magic tweet. Wow! My Washington commanders turned the ball over six times today and gave the Giants 24 points off turnovers. We lost 31-19. That's it. <laughs> wow! What do we say? Thanks, Magic. I love it. And finally, Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week. And uh, Dylan Brooks just getting absolutely handled is always pretty bloody fun. But this is still Draymond's award until somebody else takes it from him. Uh, It was great. Like seeing Dylan Brooks just get absolutely caned. Absolutely came by LeBron today. You just got to take your hat off at times and just go, yep, yep, he's a dickhead. Dylan Brooks basically got a uh, old mate, no mates as well, where like the ref's like, ah, this may be a flagrant because Dylan Brooks did it. So we might as well just give him a flagrant. I like that. The Dylan Brooks flagrant award. Uh, but anyway, Draymond's still a dickhead of the weekend. All right, let's do some ENRs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some Yanaz, brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Yep, do it. NBAAustralia.com slash shop, or just click through on the socials. All the pretty pictures are there. Get a t-shirt, get a hoodie. Stubby holders and mugs coming, so yeah. Get right around it. NBAAustralia.com slash merch. i got to pay for the dog shilling somehow. Kane in shilling. Oh, God, I love that name. It's hilarious. 
He is very stoic about getting a fucking needle twice a day, though. Just, you know, scruff of the neck. He's like, yeah, yeah, what are you doing there, Jim? I'm like, giving you insulin, buddy. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. Sweet. <laughs> Just doesn't give a fuck. Ah, uh, good on him. All right, let's do some Yenars. Chet for Rookie of the Year. Yenars. Yeah. I fucking love the way Chet's playing. And it's games like that where he goes off. Like, Wemby has the eight-block games here and there, right? And we've got Hazard P. He sent through one too. Is it currently Wemby or Chet for Rookie of the Year? And is it also the Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah, nah. Probably not for the Defensive Player of the Year. I think both Chet and Wemby could probably go top five. Wemby could get there. If you hit the halfway mark, though, we could be talking about Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, but I've got Chet because I had Chet before the season. I thought just the fit would be better. He's not going to be asked to do absolutely fucking everything. And he's got a team around him that's going to put him in positions to succeed. Whereas when Binyama's is kind of like, who the fuck is my punt guard, huh? The man with the funny hair, Jamais Sohan. I think not. He's not a very good punt guard, huh? So, yeah. But also, I think there's a crazy point about like the, uh, it's like the shooting percentages and shit. It's like someone pointed out that it's like the difference between Joel Embiid last year and Dylan Brooks, who had a historically bad shooting year. Is uh I think Chet's at like sixty seven point seven percent feel true shooting percentage and Wemby's at fifty one point seven sixteen percent different and Chet's shooting ten percent better from two fifteen percent better from three and twelve percent better from the free throw line so that's pretty big and Chet's just in the better position to succeed he's not asked to do as much so. I think he's going to win it. Uh, Scott Baxter had a good one too. For Monday, yeah, nah, that Harden shot and Westbrook asking to go to the bench is going to be Eclipse turning point. Yeah, nah, yeah. I think, look, all they needed was just a bit of coherency in that lineup, right? And Rusty going, fuck it, I'll take one for the team, you assholes. I don't want to move again by being traded, you bunch of assholes. So fuck you, James, you can start. And that's how it's going to go, right? But Harden getting the four-point play right at the end, it's going to be a shot of confidence. They'll be, look, it's all about cohesion, coherency, and everyone sort of knowing their jobs. When you got the four of them out there, Paul George is like, what do I do? And Kawhi's like, I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. And James Harden's like, I'm a fucking superstar. I am the system. It's like, God damn, fuck this asshole. So Rusty taking one for the team is pretty massive. Interesting to see how like that you know, impacts the locker room, but it could be a big turning point. Uh, Scott Baxter also said, yeah, nah, Clay to L.A., yeah, nah. Oof, would you want him if you're LA? You know? Because the Lakers, they do sort of just need shooters around LeBron and AD. We know that. But Clay, uh, I keep saying that he might be a bit cooked. He just doesn't get those easy buckets anymore. If he like just transitions into like old-ass Ray Allen mode of like just always setting up from three and hitting everything, then maybe he'd work if he went to LA. But the problem is he wants another contract as well. So I just don't see it happening. Uh, Zach B sent in a good one. Yeah, nah, does AD need a punch in the head? Dude is just getting carried by a man older than Chris Paul. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm going to hit on this in a second, but it is crazy that LeBron is this fucking good. And Anthony Davis is just kind of like along for the ride. The entire point of LeBron going to LA was that, well, bringing AD with him as well, that... AD could carry this team as LeBron sort of rode off into the sunset. Uh, now LeBron's like having to fucking put his entire team on his back and carry them across the line against Houston in November. It's not great. Uh, a couple of other ones for Hazard P. Is Wemby the only championship roster potential player on the Spurs or are there other ones that could be a part of a winning team? They are blowing a lot of large leads. 
Yeah, nah. I think Keldon Johnson is kind of like the prototypical, I don't know, Tobias Harris. You know, that's kind of what he is. Sohan, I think, gives a lot of versatility. Outside of that, maybe Jones is a backup point guard. But, yeah, they've got a long way to go, the Spurs. Even though the East has got a few good teams, is it still clear the West is way better? Suns being a half uh, point five. What is it? Suns being point five. Ah, oh, that might be 500. Seems crazy given Cleveland and Atlanta also are. Yeah, that's a good question. The West has had a couple of disappointing teams like the Warriors and the Suns early going, but they've also had like teams like Houston step up going, holy shit, okay. Like, the Clippers are four and seven, so I feel like the West is... I talked about this on Friday show, right, when we did the sort of state of everybody and how the East, you get to about 11 and then the drop-off hits. The West is about the same, but the 11 and 12 teams at the moment are the Clippers and the Jazz, and like I don't think you sleep on either of those teams. And that middle group of like... I don't know. Outside, so you go Denver in the top tier. You then go what? Minnesota, OKC, Sacramento, Dallas, the Lakers, the Suns, the Pelicans, the Warriors. It's way tougher, I think, than like Pacers, Cavs, Hawks, Nets. Yeah. So the West is still probably the best, easily. Yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> Checks out. That's a good one though. Uh, Paul Arnie, he sent one in on Friday, I think. Uh, Portland need to sign the Great Barrier Reef to a. Full contract in a hurry. They are dickheads for waving him in the first place. Yeah, nah. Yeah, they're gonna like really lock him up. I think. I think we're gonna see a couple more good games out of him, though. They're very smartly, uh, basically biding their time. The problem is he's on a two-way, so they're kind of limited until they do sign him to a full contract. Because um, you can only play what up to forty odd games or whatever, basically half the season on the two-way. So sign him to a full contract, and away we go. Waving him in the first place, that was just them trying to figure out the roster spots as well. Uh, so bringing him back up, though, was kind of nice. But, yeah, they should have known what they had. You're right, Paul. Tell them to blow it out of their ass. Unpopular opinion of the day. I just want to do some quick uh, best duos. What do you reckon? Now, look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I want to do this more in depth tomorrow because we're already, like, this is a long show today. The old weekend wraps are. But the best duos, what do we got? Who are the top five? Is it Jokic Murray, probably number one for me. Tatum Brown, number two. Giannis and Dame should be three. I don't know if they're quite there yet. Embiid and Maxi might be three for me. And after today, and after Booker's been back, I think I'd have Booker and KD ahead of Luka and Kyrie too. So I might go Jokic Murray, Tatum Brown, Embiid, Maxi. Giannis, Dame at four. Booker, KD at five. Luka, Kyrie... Maybe LeBron AD. Ant-Man, Cat, Paul George, Kawhi, Butts and Bam. Fox Sabonis, Scoob, Siakam, maybe. Mitchell and Mobley. If fucking if that Cleveland team could actually stay healthy, it'd be handy. But I think the point being, when it gets thrown out there, ah, Shaq and Kobe. SGA and Chet, let's go. Kind of like that. The weird part for me is that Steph and Clay are no longer in like the top. 15. <laughs> so, a bit weird. I might talk about that one out. Talk that one out tomorrow and like see how I actually rank it out. What about a quick Outback Toke House? It's Monday at Outback. You know what that means after doing a bit of driving on the weekend? Jeez. 
cleaned up a wallaby. That's right, you're getting wallaby burgers, only an Outback. You might call it roadkill, I call it the best tasting steaks this side of, I don't know, the east coast of America. <laughs> only at Outback. And today's Flame Grill take is... Uh-oh. LeBron being good, this good at this age is whiffs of Tom Brady. And if he wins another title, we can then actually start contemplating him versus MJ. I didn't say he is, I say... We can start contemplating it only at our back. And to reiterate the joke from the other day, LeBron doing it this age is absolutely absurd. And then you think, well, you know, he is built like Carl Malone. It's like age was never an issue for Carl Malone either. So just saying. All right, take a quick break. Be back with Australian Player watching the previews for tomorrow right after this. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, quick strand player watch. Uh, no Bill, Box Hill Benny still out with his back. Uh, no Patty Thrills, Patty Mills did not play. Coach is a prick. Uh, Josh Giddy over the weekend in that win over Golden State. He had 11, 5, and 2 with two blocks and a steal. He shot 4 or 10, 1 or 2 from downtown, 2 or 2 from the free throw line as well. You love to see that. And then today in Portland, he only played 23 minutes. He went 3 6 from the floor. He had 6, 4, and 5. Crushed it. You love to see that. Giddy up, the Weepix kid. Uh, Dyson Daniels, the vacuum. Old Bagless himself. Uh, in the win over Denver, I mentioned that one, 10, 8, and 7. Shot 4 or 6 as well. He was really good. And then 13, 5, and 6 against Minnesota yesterday. Shot 6 or 12 from the floor, 1 or 3 from downtown. He was really good in that game. His composure is coming along fucking leaps and bounds. He's got his floater game on point. Yeah, love to see it. Love, love, love to see it. Greeny, Josh Green uh, on... Was it Sunday against the... Yeah, yesterday against the Bucks where they blew that game. He went one of three in 20 minutes, all of which were from downtown. Three points, four rebounds, three assists. Uh, and then today in that loss to Sacramento, 26 minutes a game, four of eight from the floor, two of five from which were from three. He had 11 points, four rebounds, five assists, and two steals. It just sort of seems like he has these moments where they know how to use him and then they just go, uh, actually, we'll just bring him off the bench. It'll be fine. It's like, eh. I feel like you should be starting in place of Derek Jones Jr. Just saying. Sex him up was pretty good today, though. Tell you what. He's having a really nice little run. Uh, on In the game against the Bucks, he played 11 minutes. He went 3 of 5 from the floor. He had 6 points with 1 rebound and 1 assist. And then he had 8, 2, and 4 today. 4 assists, 8 points in 15 minutes. And he shot 4 or 5 from the floor. Dante sex him up. He had the nice pass um, and flush. Greeny, you love to see that boomers combo. That's pretty nush. Pretty, pretty nush. Uh, who else have we got? We've got Aussie Matty 2. Oh, yes, mate. Aussie Matty 2. In that Lakers game, he had 5 points, 4 rebounds, and assist, 2 steals, and then 2, 1, and 2. That's right. 2 points, 1 rebound, 2 assists today against the Thunder. I guess he's mate giddy up. Uh, he only played 19 minutes of that. He went 2 or 3 in yesterday's game, uh, Saturday's game, rather, and then 1 or 3 today. He's uh, playing an interesting role is Matty T. They sort of like, well, we'll play Reach of the Skylar Maze and you can be our, like, you know, stopper off the bench. And he's like, all right, cool. Just, he keeps hitting shots and it's going to be okay. The Great Barrier Reef against the Lakers. He went 0 of 5 and then today he went 1 of 6. So zero points in the Lakers game. He had two rebounds and then today he had four points and two rebounds, uh, but shot 1 of 6. So 
Swings and roundabouts for the great Barrier Wreath. One of 11 over his last two games. 0 of 6 from downtown. He'll be fine. He's a weapon. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> He'll be fine. Uh, rock him, sock him, block him, jock him. Landau, the rooster. How did the rooster go today? Four minutes against the Lakers. He had one rebound, one assist, one foul, one turnover, zero points. Didn't take a shot. And against the Clippers, he had seven minutes. He went one or two from the floor. Two points, three rebounds. Shangoon's playing too well. So the thing is, the Rockets are also like, well, we're going to play... Basically, now that we've got our full complement back, you, we're going to play Shingun a shit ton. We're going to play Jabari Smith a shit ton. So they're our two big guys. We'll play them a little bit. And then they can also sort of throw Jeff El Jefe Green and uh, Jay Sean Tate out there with a bit of size. So the, the Roosters getting a little bit sidelined a bit. Uh, and Jingles over the weekend against Chicago. He had eight points, five assists, one rebound. Went three of eight from the floor. You love to see it. Two of seven from downtown. And then against the Pacers today in a win, 18 minutes he went 0 of two, both of which were from three. So he had zero points, but he had six assists and four rebounds. The jingling one. Bloody well crushed it. That's not bad, man. That's not bad. All right, there you go. That's Australian Player Watch. Andrew goes, Graham Umber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Clap it up. There you go. I want to give this one to uh, the Extreme Zinger Meal. Uh, 26 points, 8 rebounds, 6 blocks today. 9 of 13 from the floor. He was awesome. This is also the longest winning streak in the NBA for the uh, Celtics. They're 11-2. and two. The craziest part is, since 2010, this stat was floating around. Teams have lost all of... Uh, teams that have lost turnovers, three-point makes, and offensive rebounds by five and a more, five or more in a game were 15 and 144. They've won 15 times, lost 144 times. Teams that have lost the turnover count, the three-point count, and offensive rebounds by five or more. The Celtics have only played six games like that in their history, and not since 2015. They last won a game doing that in 1986, and now they've not won another one. So it's now 16 and 144 all time. Well, since 2010. To lose a turnover battle, the three-point battle, and offensive rebounds by five or more. Yeah, that's pretty fucking excellent. Great job by the Celtics. Huge win. All right, Patty Miller's Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter check-in. I'll tell you what. I could do uh, a little bit by actually paying attention and, I don't know, preparing for this one, but blow it out your ass. <laughs> uh, it could be most of just, I don't know, all of the World Cup memes that are floating around. Uh, Delhi posting out 6,000 career points for Chris Bubbles Goulding in the uh, old NBL, which is pretty crazy. Absolutely love that. I think we had a Patty Thrills, Patty Mills one, didn't we? Patty, 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 Patty Mills. Nah, nothing new. Oh, well. It's all good. Go check out the, uh, loving the Goulding ones, but most of the uh, cricket memes are the best. Very much enjoying that. Yeah. All right. What's this one? Oh, shit. Cool. (laughs) 
Good stuff, everybody. There's some good dunking on the Indians, I'll tell you that much. All right, let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bane. How'd you go on the picks today, Jim? Uh, I had them up before. There they go. They have disappeared. I am absolutely on fire today. Uh, we went 8 of 9 today. We went 3 of 6 yesterday, and then 7 of 11 on Saturday. So, obviously, Saturday was all against the line. Today was against, And today and yesterday were head-to-head, so I'll have to do the add-up halfway through the week or whatever, but we were flying. So 8 of 9 today, head-to-head, was pretty bloody good. We picked Philly, Toronto. Uh, we picked Indy instead of Orlando, which is a shame, but I did pick on Denver and go against them and go, yep, I reckon Cleveland can win that. And they did. Same with Sacramento, Boston, Phoenix, OKC, and the Lakers. So good stuff by me. Uh, tomorrow, we have a pretty weird set of games. Denver go to Detroit. I'm going to probably take Detroit plus 8.5. They're just playing... I mean, they got... Uh, actually, I can't do that. They got fucking straight killed by Toronto, didn't they? Let's have a look and see what uh, Denver's record against the line is going into some of these games. But they're big favorites because I don't think it's very good. <laughs> against the line, Denver are only 5-8 and eight this season because they're getting some pretty big lines. They've actually gone 0-5 against the line in their last five. So I might actually go with Detroit plus 8.5. I mean, Detroit kept it to 8 against the Cavs, 6 against the Hawks, kept it to 11 against the Bulls. Denver, Detroit. Yeah, let's give me Detroit plus 8.5. It's a big line. Same thing with Boston-Charlotte. Uh, Boston just sneaked by Memphis on the road on a back-to-back. Give me Charlotte plus 9.5. Even if Boston win, Charlotte should make it a contest. Milwaukee at Washington. Off. Washington are nine and a half point favorites. Uh, underdogs at home. And I'm still going to take Milwaukee because Washington are just a train wreck. Minnesota hosts the Knicks. This game is awesome. I'm taking the Wolves minus two and a half. I think the size will bother the Knicks between Rudy, between Cat, Ant-Man. This is a great battle. It should be an absolute arm wrestle uh, as evidenced by the very short line, two and a half. I'll take the Wolves. I trust them at home. They are awesome at home. They really, really are. We could actually bring up the exact, exact stuff, what they look like at home. I can do that. I'm pretty good at stuff like that. <laughs> at home. Uh, they are 5-0 and this season. And unfortunately, they're only 1-4 and against the line. But with a line that's 2.5 against the Knicks, I think that'll be right. Uh, right. Then we've got Sacramento go to New Orleans. The Kings on a back-to-back. The Pelicans a little bit rested. I don't really know what to think of this one. With the Pelicans playing pretty well all of a sudden, beating the Wolves on the weekend pretty handily at home. Uh, They stay home for an extra day. This is the Kings on a back-to-back. It's only a half point, so I think if you think New Orleans can win that, plus 0.5. Let's go. Uh, Clippers, minus 8.5 in San Antonio. The Spurs are a bit of a mess, but so are the Clippers. I think they have turned a little bit of a corner. We mentioned this earlier. I'm going to say the Clippers minus eight and a half in San Antonio. Miami go to Chicago. Well, they stay in Chicago because they were just there. Uh, they should have won that last game. I think they win this one as well. Give me Miami minus one and a half in Chicago. And Houston, Golden State, the Rockets on a back-to-back after a tough, tough loss to the Lakers. I like the Warriors to cover this one. Let's just check that line. It's seven and a half. That seems pretty big for a Rockets team that's actually been very handy at times. Just check that. I might go the Rockets plus seven and a half. They can really stick with teams. So there you go. All right. Nice one. We will talk to you tomorrow.
Maybe from the office. We'll see how I'm going health-wise. <laughs> oh, God. It's the waiting that kills you. It's like, am I going to get sick? Maybe. Jesus. Yeah, it's not great. Anyway, uh, that's it for today. We'll be back on deck tomorrow probably. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face IG. We're all over the socials. You know that. Same with NFL Australia. Myself and Gaz chopping it up each week about the NFL. Saw him on the weekend for his birthday. I think it's his actual birthday tomorrow as well. So if you're listening to NFL Australia, you can wish him a happy birthday as we record a show. Sucked in, Gaz. Uh, get around to NBAstraya.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch, and check us a rating review on your podcast app. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you're using on your Android phone. There are a lot of different podcast apps. If you do rate and review on Star, that would be really good. Come on. I ask for nothing. Nothing. Tell a mate, though. And rate and review it. And Star. I'm now asking you two things. Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out their new band, House Hats. They rule. And so do Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Sex Jedi, Green Green Green, and Dozers for the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify, however you follow along with your bands and your tunes, do that. NBS Australia Sports Train Band, so should you. All right. Uh, how are we doing for time? Should we do a deli review? Oh, it's already pretty long. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? All right, we'll catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. It's NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, hosen. How the fuck is It's your old mate Dally over here just swinging by for my latest pop culture review and shit, eh? So, I don't know if you've been paying attention and shit, but, like, there's plenty of new shit out there at the moment and everything. It's, like, real good, whatever. And we're watching, like, the missus. She's, like, full on into, like, that Wheel of Times on the Amazons. And I'm like, I fucking do not remember what happened in this telly show last season. I had no fucking clue. I'm like, nah, got nothing. Who are they? What are they doing? Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right. And then they do like the recap thing. You're like, oh, I fucking kind of remember that. Yeah, sure. Started watching, and I'm still just like, nah, I don't know what the fuck's going on in this one, eh? A couple of episodes in, though, you're like, oh, yeah, finally warming up to it. So, yeah, look, I'd probably still give it like 16 out of 10 deli ones because it's pretty fucking good. And look, you know, I've had a couple of weeks off the fucking hoops. I get a week off this week. So, uh, probably finish it and shit. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Go check it out. What is it? The Wheels of Times? Yeah, not bad. It's like, hey, can I be like shit Game of Thrones, man? And it's like, oh, yeah, probably. So, yeah, go check it out. All right, until next time. Later, fuckers. Deli out.